Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for the Appraisal Buzzcast. If you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed below and you'll get notified as soon as the latest Buzzcast is published. Today, we'll be speaking with Joan Trice, CEO of Altera Group, and Ernie Durbin, the Chief Valuation Officer at Voxter, to discuss how appraisers should digitize their appraisals and the business building workshop at Valuation Expo. Joan, I'll hand it over to you. Thank you, Jim, and welcome, Ernie. It's good to virtually see you this morning. It is good to see you too, Joan, and I'm looking forward to seeing you live and in person in Las Vegas. I know. Are we uh, going to be allowed to hug or are we just going to fist bump? Hey, listen, I'm vaccinated, so I'm hugging. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm a hugger too and look forward to it. But I respect everybody who doesn't want to. So uh, that is certainly going to be the mantra at Expo. We want everybody to be comfortable uh, in being there and uh, amongst their peers. So let's talk about Expo. Let's talk about the business building workshop. What are you going to be talking about? Well, you know, you've assigned me technology, which is my favorite topic, of course. And really, I'm going to be talking, even though I'm Chief Valuation Officer at Voxter, uh, we have a lot of technology, but I'm going to be talking about stuff I use in my real in my real everyday appraisal life. I still do some appraisals uh, to keep my skills sharp. And uh, I, you know, for 27 years, I ran an appraisal firm in the greater Cincinnati area and, you know, used a lot of these tools, believe it or not. I shut that firm down in around 2009, 2010. But even some of the, the tools and, and technologies and methodologies that I used then, I continue to use and I've only refined since then. One of the things I learned about, about having a nationwide kind of reach or travel requirements uh, with my new position is if I did an appraisal, I had to many times work that appraisal in the evenings or on the road somewhere. So I had to get to a point where everything I did was mobile and that, made, that meant everything had to be paperless. Uh, essentially. So that's kind of uh, where I'd like to go with this session is talk about the benefits of being paperless, which are, you know, I mean, obviously there's huge benefits for the environment, uh, but there's other things that are green too, like in money. Um, you can save a lot of money uh, being paperless, but the most important thing, Joan, is the flexibility it gives you in your life. And one of the things we've learned about over the last year uh, and with the you know the results of the pandemic is that we have to be flexible in the way we do business. Well, being paperless helps you do that. Fantastic. Well, let's talk about so that forced you into mobile. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about how how about the field data collection devices. I mean, aren't there all kinds of competing technologies that just seem fantastic to me? Oh, on, uh, yeah, on uh, how you know measuring properties and rendering uh, floor plans, et cetera. Let's talk about those. Well, you know, I was an, a very early adopter to uh, the laser measuring device back in the day. Literally, they were that big. You know, uh, the first distos were almost two hands you had to hold things with. Nowadays, you can slip them in your shirt pocket, which is really great, or in your pants pocket. But uh, so that's, I mean, obviously, I think almost every appraiser today uses a, a laser device. There really are some tricks to how to use that. And maybe if I'll bring one with me and 
and and uh, show you. I mean, there are some of the new devices have all kinds of algorithms in them that allow you to point in directly and still get a direct measurement and things like that. So that's one of the tools that I use for measuring. Seldom do I ever have to re resort to pulling out my old tape, which is in the trunk of my my car or I guess in the back of my truck. But you know, sometimes you can't get a good laser shot, believe it or not. But that's that that to me was a big evolution, just getting to the laser. But I gotta tell you, I mean, we're headed in all kinds of different directions now with the LIDAR technology that's available. Shoot, on your phone. I mean, it's literally on this phone. I know. I have one of the new ones. Oops, you can't see. There it is. Yeah. But I mean, the LIDAR technology, which is a, you know, a laser distance measuring technology, is amazing. And I think we're going, we're going to see in the not-too-distant future appraisers being able to really walk through houses and as they walk through if they're carrying a device it will measure with i mean right now you got to put them on a tripod they got to spin around or something but that's just wait i mean think yep. about how it's changed right well let's do this ernie let's break for a commercial message and when we come back let's talk about lidar kind of explain a little bit about what it is and you know what you think the exciting things are to come around that jim when was the last time you wanted to work more for less money? The appraisal industry is headed that way. You have to do more for the same money and now you have less time for yourself. Datamaster can change that. With their easy to use software, Datamaster lets you spend more time analyzing and less time typing. Plus you get more information than the other data import products. Head to www.datamasterusa.com buzz for more information and to learn how you can save an hour per report. Thank you, Jim. So, Ernie, you know, this LIDAR thing is a new, new thing. So share a little bit about what the technology might enable for appraisers in the future. Well, the, the big question, Joan, is are, are appraisers going to be operating the LIDAR? Um, I think that's that's part of the question, right? I mean, we see more and more listings. You'll see them in the MLS all the time with LIDAR renderings, right? So what LIDAR is, is basically they do have it in the new iPhones, multiple cameras that then um, bounce laser that are indistinguishable the human eye, uh, beams off the wall, and, and then back, and they measure the distance between the device and the wall. And then of course, if you spin that around, you get kind of a rendering of the whole inside wall. And of course, we, we're, we're accustomed as appraisers to measuring the exterior uh, for the gross living area, but that can be calculated in if you, know, if you know what kind of walls you have. So there's all kinds of ways that we can extract the, the uh, square footage. We've always thought of, as appraisers of, about square footage, but Really, people buy volume too. I mean, we, you know, the, how high are the ceilings? And do you have, um, you know, do you have um, cathedral ceilings in a room or not? Those are important things that are captured with with lidar. So, and and then of course, there's a visual image that is also captured there. So, I think if you look at MLS systems around the nation, you will see more and more listings that have a lidar rendering so that. It's basically a you know virtual uh, walkthrough of the property that that will be available to appraisers and not just for your subject property but for your comparables right so I mean that's 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 huge I think um, now if we do it ourselves we're going to have to get it more efficient 
Um, I'm just going to be honest with you. I like to move through a property fairly quickly. I've been doing this for coming up on 40 years as an appraiser. I pretty much know when I walk through many models in my own marketplace, uh, what I'm going to see before I walk through the door, but it's looking for condition and any changes they've made to the property. So if, if I'm slowed down to the point where I have to set a tripod up in each room and then let it run for X period of time, and then that's not going to be efficient for me as an appraiser. So as much as I love technology, we don't want technology just for technology's sake. We want technology to make us more efficient. And so until that LIDAR technology gets to where we're literally just, it's maybe a body cam that you just walk through and see things yourself, I think we're going to be relying on other services to provide us with that information. At least I will. Gotcha. Gotcha. In uncertain times, you need a certain partner. You don't have to sacrifice top-notch coverage for an affordable premium. Intercorp has all the options and is sure to have just the right one to fit your specific needs. They provide the appraisal profession with competitive best-in-class E&O coverage solutions nationwide. Having served the insurance needs of the industry for more than 25 years, Intercorp understands the risks you face every day. Whether you're an individual appraiser, appraisal firm, residential, or commercial, visit intercorpinc.net to get a competitive quote today. Thank you, Jim. So, Ernie, let's talk about data. An appraiser can't complete an appraisal report without data and access to data. Yeah, there some... you are. There you are teasing me again, Joan. You know, I, I love know. technology, and the other thing that kind of gets me going is data, right? So, yeah, some some referred to the the principle of data porn. <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 keep this uh, G-rated uh, for the rest of the show. So, in generality, so we'll talk about what's available to appraisers. And again, back to your premise that saving time is it's money, it's green. Absolutely. Look, I mean, there is so much data out there anymore, and and I mean that is a tremendous benefit to appraisers, but. Believe it or not, you can become overcome by data. If there can be so much data that it's difficult for you to really decide what's important for for putting inside of your appraisal report and, and your value conclusion. I, I love some of the technology that's available to appraisers now that allows them to push information uh, from outside sources in through their appraisal software into their uh, appraisal reports. Not only not only just importing comparables, but also importing information that's that's relevant to market characteristics that allows them to tell that story to support those adjustments for market change for instance, in this crazy market that we have right now. I mean, almost every market that I'm working in or or reviewing uh, is accelerating right now because of supply restrictions. So supporting those adjustments is important and getting that data inside of your report is, is really important. So look, there's a tremendous amount of information just available in your in your local MLS system. And believe it or not, most almost every software provider out there gives you the ability to pull information from a XML file or from a, a CSV file. That does take a little work on your on your part to to set the file up. But once it's done once, you're going to be able to use that over and over inside of your your systems uh, to to pull information in. The other thing about pulling information into your report is that allows you to provide more information. 
if you're typing individual comparables in, that is a laborious task. Um, really, it's not the most efficient use of a certified appraiser uh, because they need to be making decisions, not typing things. And, and frequently, because it is laborious, they may limit themselves to three or four comparables when there, there could be five or six comparables that would better uh, support the value conclusion, tell the story, if you will, make a more credible report. If you can bring those in, uh, in many ways, in UAD format, uh, to the you know to your report you can supply more support for your report which ultimately just means you're going to have less questions which means you're not going to touch that file again which means you're going to yeah. be more efficient less pullbacks yeah that's a good thing well let's do this let's break for a commercial message and then we'll come right back appraisers if you've grown frustrated with endlessly pursuing new appraisal work and not reaping any of the benefits metro west is here to help they understand and work to alleviate the pain points commonly felt by appraisers to enable personal and financial growth for their staff. After all, they've been owned and operated by appraisers since the company opened in 1987. Metro West Appraisal is an equal opportunity employer, and they're always looking for certified residential real estate appraisers to join their team. Visit metrowestappr.com careers or email careers at metrowestappr.com. So, Ernie, I think one of the takeaways I hope that appraisers get from attending your business building workshop session is to not fear the technology. I think, don't you think it's fear that keeps a lot of people from adopting new technology? Well, at some at some level, it might be fear. I think most appraisers nowadays are familiar with the, the computers and other handheld devices and aren't really afraid of doing some damage to those things. Uh, I think the biggest part of it might be learning, right? Just, just taking the time to learn because it's very hard to change your shoes in the middle of a marathon, right? I mean, and, and that's what it feels like whenever we whenever we stop to learn something new, particularly whenever we're really taxed right now with this kind of business volume. But the reality is that discipline of learning something new will make you more efficient in the future and give you the ability to produce more work in less uh, billable hours, which means more billable dollars, right? So um, ultimately, it's worth that learning curve, I think, for these these things. We we you, we talked earlier about just collecting measurements of a property, but I think that I think it's very important to use your camera. And 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 frankly, I know people that actually carry cameras anymore. But but I'm telling you, the camera in this iPhone 11 is absolutely amazing. There's wide angle. There's all kinds of different things. It captures low light levels. So when I walk through a property. I bet I take 50, 60 photos in that property. Why not? I mean, I'm storing an electronic file. Why not have that information with me? And that way, if I forgot to, to write down the wainscot in one of the bathrooms, let's look at the photos. And guess what? I'm taking pictures inside the bathtub. I don't care. It's just, it's just a little bit of storage, right? So I think that's important to just use the technology uh, to its most. And if you're paperless, uh, the more photos, the better. Well, I was going to make a, a derogatory comment on your advan- your advanced age, and you uh, forget what you just inspected. But, but I, I must confess, even 
as a younger appraiser, when you've got a busy day and you've got lots of inspections lined up, it's real easy without those photos to forget what you just saw. And as you said, you miss making a, a, a note on something and you're like, wow, uh, I hate to have to go back. And you're right. Those extra photos really pay off. I actually I actually have a, a, a clockwise routine whenever I walk in a property. I The first thing I do is, is I always shoot my photos in a, in, a, in a clockwise per floor all the way starting the basement. Uh, and the reason why I do that is because that helps me remember if, if I messed up something on my sketch or didn't make notes on that, which... Be honest with you, I make very few notes. I just take a lot of photos, right? Then I can see those, you know, those the placement of those rooms and things. And yeah, and they're in chronological order. And, and so the more photos you take, it as busy as appraisers are today, they're probably maybe doing four, five, six, seven, eight inspections, and then staying in for several days to work those up to make themselves more efficient, more photos, the better, because uh, you are going to forget something, even if you are a young person. Yes, uh, agreed, Ernie. And that is just great advice that you're not going to get in a textbook or sitting in a classroom, but you are going to get that and more by participating in this business building workshop. So Ernie, thank you. Looking forward to your session and uh, giving you that hug when I see you in Las Vegas. See you soon. Thanks, Ernie. Thanks so much, Joan and Ernie. And appraisers, if you haven't already signed up, make sure you sign up at valuationexpo.com. This business building workshop is available to anyone with just a trade show pass. You can get the 14 hours of CE, you can get the USPAP, but you can also get this great information with just your trade show pass. So we hope to see you all there. Uh, the Bellagio, September 8th through 10th. And thank you all for joining us for today.